This is Startup Renegades, a raw conversation with founders, entrepreneurs, and the unicorns among us who have taken their idea and turned it into a thriving, profitable brand. I'm your host, Shauna Armitage, and my work as a fractional marketing director has led me to connect with dozens and dozens of founders in all stages of their startup journeys. Whether they're bootstrapping or fundraising or have capital on hand, there's one big question founders always ask, how do I grow this thing? On Startup Renegades, we'll explore how they did it, and you'll walk away with actionable steps you can take on your own journey to scalable growth. I've got a very special episode of the pod today. I'm interviewing Caroline Winnett. She's the executive director of Berkeley Sky Deck, which is a global hub for entrepreneurship and one of the leading accelerators in the world. Now, she's a serial entrepreneur. She's a civic activist, angel investor, advisor, and board member of many startups, as well as a frequent speaker on startups, accelerators, women in business, and consumer neuroscience. We get into a bunch of that today. Now, she received her MBA from the Haas School. Her undergraduate studies were at Brown, but most importantly in her journey, she earned her violin performance degree at the Indiana University School of Music. And that you'll you'll hear during the interview is probably my favorite part. And that part of her education just looped back around and is really crucial in what she's doing today, which makes my heart so, so happy. Now, Caroline shares her journey, her story, but she is also telling us all about the Berkeley Sky Deck program. And you as a founder need to know about this. So let's dive in and you can hear it from Caroline herself. Startup Renegades starts now. Hey, Caroline, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to dive in and I'm going to start, I told you about one hard question that I'm going to ask, but I'm going to start with what might be the hardest question of all. What did you want to be when you grew up? (laughs) I didn't know it at the time I wanted to be what I'm doing now, actually. Really? That never happens. I know. Well, you know, it took a few decades, but (laughs) here I am and I'm doing the coolest thing imaginable, which is helping founders realize their incredible visions. And that's a, an honor and a privilege and a joy that I just love every day. But I want to learn how you got there. So you said that's what you wanted to do as a kid. Now, the fact that you knew about startups and founders when you were a kid is a whole other conversation. But what did you go to college for? Tell me a little bit about your career path. Yeah. So when I say this is what I wanted to be, I didn't know what to call it, but I've always been a person who liked to create things and express things. And so that's manifested a a couple of different ways. And and my path to where I am now is unconventional. So I started out at an Ivy League school at Brown thinking I'd be a lawyer or go into business and somehow create things that way. But I ended up graduating from a music conservatory and pursuing for a little while a career as a professional concert violinist. And That was a wonderful experience, and I loved the experience of bringing what I felt was the emotions and ideas expressed in music to other people. It was a wonderful thing to do, but it wasn't what I was, what I knew I wasn't destined to do that the rest of my life. I knew I wanted to do some problem solving stuff, stuff in the brain that you only do in business. 
So you don't do when you're a concert violinist. So I applied to the MBA program at Berkeley and they remarkably let me in because I had no (laughs) business experience at all. But they took a chance on me, got my MBA and uh, started my career starting businesses, not always finishing them, of course, many, many attempts, but a few successes along the way. And then I got fortunate enough to end up at Berkeley Skydeck. So that's the real story there, right? You started out as a violinist and you moved into entrepreneurship. Can you tell me, do you remember what your first business was? Yeah, my first business was an idea to deliver freshly made croissants. When I say my first business, I'm really saying that was my first business idea. And I had the sense to realize that I was in no way qualified to do that. But that was my first idea. This was way back in the day when nobody was delivering any food of any kind. So it did show I was a bit of a, you know, a forward thinker in yeah, that I was gonna say you're a visionary. You knew it before everyone else. I knew you do want to wake up and just open the door and there's a warm croissant. Yes. But with, <laughs> the world was not ready, ready for that. But my first business really that got off the ground was, was actually a consulting business. Um, I started a business doing recycling and waste minimization plans. Mm-hmm. for companies and governments. And I was, of course, very passionate about that. And this was back when it was kind of a new thing for mu- municipalities and businesses to actually pay attention to how much recyclable stuff they were throwing out. Yeah, We started that as a consulting business. That went well. Supported myself doing that for a few years. That was after my MBA. And yeah, that was my first little success. I love it. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about Skydeck because that's where you ended up. And it's something that is really important for founders to know about. So tell me about it. So Skydeck is a very unique organization. And the reason is that it is two things that seem contradictory, but actually are incredibly beautifully aligned. And one is we are a program of UC Berkeley. We're not a separate entity. We don't sit next to campus and borrow the name. We are a program of UC Berkeley. We're fully a part of that wonderful institution. We are also what looks like and and acts like a private startup accelerator in that we bring on companies. We move them very, very quickly. We have a demo day. We have a dedicated venture fund that invests in them. And I can tell you about that unique relationship. It sort of looks and feels like that startup accelerators you would kind of traditionally think of, but we are a Berkeley program. And it turns out that being a Berkeley program and being a startup accelerator is a wonderful thing because we tap into a superpower that any accelerator or any investor would absolutely die to have. And that is a massive global network of incredibly dedicated, enthusiastic, highly trained and highly skilled supporters of your organization. And that is the half a million living Berkeley alums around the world who, when we tap into for advice and expertise, they go, that sounds great. I would love to help. Yeah, that is amazing. Now let's take it back a step. Let's assume that this is a new founder, doesn't really know what an accelerator is. Can you walk me through that? Yeah. So an accelerator is essentially what it says. We take your business and we move it a lot faster than it otherwise would. And there's two ways to do that. One is money, right, through investment. And the other is through access to the network, the coaching, the resources, et cetera, 
at an accelerator. And at Skydeck, what we aim for is that the investment by the Berkeley Skydeck Fund, we hope is the least valuable thing you get out of Skydeck. We aim for the experience to be so valuable in terms of building your network, getting the right advisors, access to that massive talent network around the world of half a million people, the resources at UC Berkeley that are remarkable, as you can imagine. We aim for all of that to be the most valuable thing that our founders get out of the program. Amazing. So tell me who this is for, because not every accelerator is built for every founder. Very good point. There is a bit of a qualification. So we, as a UC Berkeley institution, two parts of our mission. One is, of course, to find and nurture the world's great founders to bring their innovations to the world and change the world. And also, just as important, is to help support the educational mission of UC Berkeley by, number one, offering this incredible opportunity to UC Berkeley students, faculty, and alumni, and also bringing talent from around the world to Berkeley, which is, of course, academically what we always do. And so Skydeck is open. The program is open to any UC affiliate. So any UC campus, Berkeley, any of the 10 sister campuses, uh, student faculty, staff, alumni, and also to founders who are outside the U.S., who would like to come and launch their companies in the U.S., we bring them in and we integrate them into the Berkeley ecosystem. They become a Berkeley company. They might hire a Berkeley alum co-founder. They'll hire some interns. They'll get an advisor who's faculty or an alum. And so we add to that Berkeley network by doing that. So to put in a nutshell, who's it for? It's for any UC-affiliated or international founder who has an idea that they think can change the world, and they believe that being part of the UC Berkeley global ecosystem of talent will help them. Hey, it's Shauna here. I want to take a quick break from this amazing episode to send a free resource your way. Starting up is hard. Whether you're bootstrapping or you've got some funding behind you, you don't always know exactly where to start. I want to fix that. You head to startuprenegades.com right now. You can claim your free business benchmark blueprint. That's a mouthful. It's going to help you set a plan in place so you can create your foundation for growth. And it's free, so why not? Head to startuprenegades.com right now and grab yours. Okay, I'm sold, right? So I'm ready to sign up for this. How do I go about doing that? So we have a nearly six-month program that runs twice a year. Applications open in January and in July or August. So stay tuned for the announcement of applications and apply. We receive quite a few applications. It's highly competitive, but we love to see those ideas pouring in from around the world and see who wants to change the world and how can we help them. That is awesome. So we've got one coming up and everyone should get on that. But you get a lot of applications, right? So what makes a really good application? The eternal question for the accelerator and investor. So I'll tell you the high points for us. We're okay with a very early stage company. We do want to see a few things, though. We want to see a team. So that's at least two people working full time, ideally. We want to see a concept, an idea, or a product that has some evidence that the market wants it. 
It can be early enough that that evidence is interviews and, and conversations with potential customers. If it's a life science company, of course, it can. It, we're looking for enough data or indications that it can go on to clinical trials or become approved as a medical device. And we have experts in all fields helping us make the technical evaluations of all these companies. So we want a little bit of evidence. And we're looking for founders with that magical quality that's so important, which is grit and determination and an absolute bullheaded focus on bringing their idea to the world. And we suss that out through various methods, mm. through what they say on the application. And of course, at an interview, we try to get a good sense of that. But we're, we're looking for founders who won't quit because that's so important. When you do a startup, there's the inevitable, really tough times, technically, yeah, uh, product-wise, emotionally, all of that is going to hit the founders at some point. And we want to make sure that they have the determination to persevere despite all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad that you shared that because I was going to dig in, right? Like, well, I think that I've got plenty of grit, but how do I convey that? I'm assuming that you look at pitch decks, right? Yes. Is there anything that you like to see on pitch decks or something that makes it stand out? Because I know, especially if you've got so many applications, it's going to be mind numbing at some point to be going through pitch deck after pitch deck. Like it's interesting to me because I had uh, Justin Itzo from DocSend on here a few weeks ago talking about how to build a pitch deck and like what data shows them about what, what you should include on a pitch deck. Do you have any insight on that about what you like to see on a pitch deck? What maybe you could do differently? What's your big pitch deck advice? Oh yeah. So number one, are you clearly articulating what you're doing? Because if you're not doing that, nothing else really matters. If we can't get a sense pretty quickly from your deck and your application of what is it you're building? What's the problem you're trying to solve? Who are you trying to solve it for? That's going to be sometimes get a startup in the no-go pile. So it should be clear. The second thing I'd say, and this is a little harder to describe, but having done this for many years and seen thousands of decks and applications, there is a, a way we can sense how real this is. It's not a question of language skills, although, although it can be. And, and you know, as I mentioned, we take founders from outside the US whose English skills really vary. But despite that, we I think have a good sense of, is there something real here? Is there something tangible? Or is this kind of a fluffy idea that really hasn't been fleshed out? So I'd say that's a second thing. And then looking at the backgrounds of the founders, it's definitely something that we take a lot of care to make sure we're not just looking for the standard schools and logos right? I mean, it's easy to see if someone went to a top university or got a job at a top tech company, they've been vetted. Someone has vetted them, right? Either the school or the company went through a vetting process. And we know that person has some legitimate skills and some legitimate accomplishments. Great. That's really interesting. That's really interesting because you hear a lot of complaints about that. Like, you know, the people who are getting funded are the people who are Harvard grads or have worked at Meta or Google at some point. And like, 
what about the rest of us? Exactly. Pretty regular people that have what it takes to get this startup to the next level. Well, I wish more people with more diverse backgrounds were getting funded. I don't think I've seen it from that perspective. And I think that's a really interesting way to look at it. That's where we go to work is, so say we have a founder that doesn't have the Ivy League or the UC University of California education, didn't work at one of the top tech companies, but the idea is interesting and they seem to have some hustle and grit, but they went to an unknown university and worked at unknown companies. Those are the ones we want to pay particular attention to and make sure that we're not throwing them in the reject pile because of just biases. And I think, you know, this is very much a Berkeley value, making sure that we're taking a good look at every founder. And so there's a question that we have in the application that helps us with this. And that is where we ask the founder, describe a challenge you faced in your life and how you overcame it. And so that's where we get very interesting stories about founders who share things that they've overcome and some pretty tough stuff. I mean, they share some real difficult experiences they've had. And that can help us see, okay, there's more to this founder than their credentials would indicate. Yeah, that is fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's really kind of important insight to have. So I have loved hearing about this program. Is there anything that I missed? Is there anything else that people really need to know about Skydeck? I would say that, you know, the thing that really makes us want to get up in the morning and go to work and excited is that Skydeck is a mission-driven organization. So I'm a big fan of for-profit companies. I've obviously worked for them and started them and I help them every day. It's really extraordinary being part of a university where the goal at Skydeck is not a bottom line. It's not a shareholder. The goal is to make a real change for the benefit of society. And that change is our bottom line. And being in private companies my whole life, it's been really interesting to now land at a university where that bottom line is completely different. And we all at Skydeck find it incredibly motivating and exciting. And it also excites our broader community and those half million Living Berkeley alums, they know when they're helping Skydeck, they're helping UC Berkeley. And to add to all of this, that this was a a real nice ingredient that really lit this whole thing on fire in a great way, was that to fund the companies at Skydeck, it turns out we can't, we, UC Berkeley, can't start a venture capital fund and invest in the startups. That's not something that structurally we can do. So to get the startups funded, we had to come up with something different, something creative. So we found a fund manager who launched a dedicated fund. That's the Berkeley Skydeck Fund. That fund invests in all the startups at Skydeck. And here's the kicker. Here's the magic ingredient. The Berkeley Skydeck Fund, per contractual agreement with UC Berkeley, will donate half of its fund manager profits. You know, that's half of the carry. That's the big chunk of profits that all these Silicon Valley investors are are going after, the fund manager will donate half of those profits back to UC Berkeley, back to Skydeck. And so while we don't own any of the equity on paper of the startups, we benefit financially when those startups succeed. And that makes the alumni even more excited to help our companies. 
That is amazing. That is so cool. All right. I have to ask you the big, tough question now. Caroline, what does being a startup renegade mean to you? So my favorite mug, which I'm holding in my hand right now, and I'm always drinking out of, has the NASA slogan, which is failure is not an option. And I think the way I like to think about it is that rather than fail fast, I'd like to put it as, that's not the way to think about it. That's really talking about iterating on your product fast. But the notion of failing not being an option goes back to what we talked about earlier, which is founders need to have the grit and determination to do what they're going to do despite all odds, despite all challenges. And that gets... I think talked about, but I don't think it's a really fully well understood concept that is really put in a way that people can truly understand. And so that's the concept that I'm trying to get across. And interestingly, my background as a professional violinist is what has really helped me embrace and embody that saying failure is not an option in a way that is kind of surprising yet makes a lot of sense. The discipline that it takes to learn a difficult instrument like the violin is the kind of discipline and failure is not an option mindset that you need if you're going to be a successful startup founder. Can I say that I absolutely love that this all came back to being a professional violinist. It's beautiful the way that you know it all comes full circle. Caroline, thank you so much for being here today. Can you share with everyone where they can find you online? Absolutely. So the Berkeley Skydeck website is skydeck.berkeley.edu. Please check us out. You can find lots of content there. You can find us on social media, on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn, uh, where we're talking about our program and our founders. And of course, the amazing things that we think we can help our founders do because it's really about the founders bring their incredible solutions to market. Absolutely. Thank you, Caroline. My pleasure, Shauna. That was this week's episode of Startup Renegades. Thank you so much for joining me and soaking up all that brilliant entrepreneurial knowledge from today's guest. If you want to suggest a founder for a future episode or just want to connect, you can find me on Instagram at shauna.armitage. That's S-H-A-U-N-A dot A-R-M-I-T-A-G-E. And just a little reminder, if you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. It makes a huge difference and it's so important for helping the show thrive. I'll be here same time next Tuesday for a raw, honest conversation with another startup renegade.